Hello, I'm Craig. And I'm Melissa Way. Welcome. I'm super excited to get to talk about, we discussed these things a little beforehand, to get to talk about platform um, in the sense of giving people a platform. And I, we're just going to jump in there and talk about the work that you do. I mean, you, you do a lot of things. <laughs> Mad props. But nice. the work that you do in the context of podcasting is literally to be an advocate for one of my other projects, for Movers Mindset, to be an advocate for the guests. Uh, so I'm just going to serve it at you. What are your thoughts on like selecting guests, things you've seen us do right, done wrong, <laughs> and how does that play into your ideas on platform, about platform? Yeah, well, I mean, as you know, I've done lots of thinking about <laughs> who we talk to and why we talk to people and what we want to talk about. Um, but one of the things I think over the years that I've kind of settled on is I like to think about Movers Mindset as a platform. So we're giving someone a platform. We're giving someone a signal boost. Um, so for me, one of the main things I'm looking at is do I think what they're, what we're boosting, the platform we're giving them is a worthwhile platform? Does it align with our kind of ethos? Um, for example, like we're a podcast that talks about movement, but I'm not necessarily going out and trying to find the most popular fitness mm. influencer right. on Instagram or whatever. Um, we don't really get into like diet culture and that kind of thing because that's not something that we want to give a platform to. Um so being kind of intentional about why you're talking to people and considering the fact that this is a platform that they're going to be able to say whatever they'd like. Once once you have the microphone in front of them, like you can't actually control what they're going to say. So you, you want to know kind of. Right? <laughs> well, you, you, can, you can edit, but I, I you want to kind of know in advance, like, all right, this is something that we think is going to be solid content. I was talking to a previous guest on here um, about the responsibility and mm. she made an excellent point about there's a, a serious dichotomy of power. So yeah, I, uh, in the podcast work that I do, I'm usually trying to keep myself out of the picture. I like this podcast because I'm not trying to keep myself out of the picture. <laughs> um, but even beyond normally the guest gets to do all the talking, I get to do all the editing. I get to decide what questions I'm right. steering, unless you really get antagonistic, in which case I can just press stop. I have all the power during the interview. I have all the power afterwards for editing. And I think you're point about platform about it being an amplifier for that person's viewpoint that that comes from the fact that we have all this power like because we do all the hard work because we put all the publishing right. that's what gives us this amplification factor um was that i'm going to say power of the platform was that obvious when you like like how long how many how many did it take before you went oh shoot with great power comes great responsibility um that's an interesting question. I I was going to say I don't know that I have a specific one, but I think I really started thinking about it because um, I came on the team after it had already been going for a while, but maybe about like 10 or so episodes after I started, um, we talked to someone who kind of was under the radar. And I feel like that was my first time really kind of consciously considering that and thinking, oh, not only is it a platform, but we have the ability to boost people who 
potentially no one's ever heard of who have really insightful and useful things to say. Hmm. So that's kind of like the opposite side of like the coin. We have the responsibility to make sure that what we're boosting is good. But also I feel there's a responsibility to seek out people who don't have so much of a platform and who have good things to say and give them a space to say it and get that out in the world. You mentioned the one that you're imagining is maybe the first time that you did it consciously. Do you mean consciously in advance decided, I know about this person, I'm going to go seek them out? Or do you mean consciously, like as you're watching the interview unfold, it occurred to you, you know what, like, are you talking consciously before the recording or consciously during or even or even after, I guess? I think it was going through the whole process. I don't know that it was a decision I made in advance. Um, there's there's a fine line as guest advocate, as you know, between being able to really intentionally set stuff up in advance and staying open uh, just to yeah, whatever point. happens. Because <laughs> right. we've done some where we decided a half an hour before, oh, we have the opportunity. <laughs> All right. What do we need to do in order to make it happen? Yeah, What could possibly go right? Right. right. Um, and I don't think that's always necessarily the best way to do it. We've definitely done better with preparation, but I do think it's kind of important to take advantage of opportunity when it arises. So this kind of started out as just an opportunity and then going through the process, I was like, oh yeah, this is like, this is important to give people, particularly because the person that we were talking to um, not only wasn't well known, but wasn't the quote unquote main demographic of the movement practice mm. that we were discussing. Um, so to kind of be able to shine a light and give her a space to talk about her experience and her place within that sport, mm. I thought was an important thing. And that was listening to the interview, being there, going through all the editing process after was kind of like, a, I, I don't want to say a light bulb moment, but it was like a slow process of dawning. It was a dimmer switch, if you will. I think there's a different, well, duh, Craig, there's obviously a difference between the different types of podcasts one could be creating. Like if you're just doing solo host on mic, um, I mean, unless you're quoting other people, you're not actually giving anybody else a voice, which is fine. Right. You can create things for yourself. Um, but a lot of people that I know, uh, a lot of podcasters wind up talking to other people. And I, I really feel like the vast majority of them have an idea of what they want to create. So maybe they're on a, um, an exploratory journey of discovery. Like I want to figure out how influencers influence, influence it. Like, no, they have a thing they're going after and they're mm -hmm. seeking out information. And I think that's the majority of the podcasters that I know that now there are several really big kids in the podcast space and other people, um, you know, at various levels who are just, you know, doing, I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm awesome, but like, I'm generally just going, I don't know, let's go ask them. Like I, I'm purposely not <laughs> trying to find data to back up some giant theory that I'm chasing down. And I'm, I'm wondering since you've been involved in like my, my internal title is, you know, <laughs> was delusionary for a while. You've been involved in like my delusional, I don't know, let's just talk to people. And I'm wondering if, do you imagine it would be easier if you had like a specific goal or, you know, maybe it's four goals, but like if somebody said to you, all right, I want to figure out how to, um, you know, heal the political divide in our country between left and right sides of the aisle. 
Do you think that would make it easier or harder because now you've got a specific thing you're supposed to accomplish? And then you're also going to factor in the idea of the platform, the power of the platform. Right. I think that's, it's interesting because in some ways, I don't know that it would necessarily make it easier. Um, I think it would make it give you some obvious choices of who to talk to, but some of the coolest kind of conversations that have come out of this project have been from less obvious sources. Um, so definitely finding a balance of that. It, it gives you starting places, I guess, is what I want to say. Um, but I don't necessarily think it makes it easier, especially when, like, maybe it's easier to choose who you want to talk to. But when you have that one particular topic, and um, just, this is just my perspective, because in my role as the guest advocate, I not only kind of do the prep work, but I'm also there for the interview. So I've kind of gotten to experience that. And I think at least from where I'm sitting, it would be trickier as an interviewer, like your job would be harder if it was a specific topic, because then that becomes less of a conversation and more of an interview interview, right? Where you're going kind of back and forth. So I think it might make it more obvious or easier to select people. But overall, I think it would make the product, the the actual conversation harder to have. It would make it less able to be organic. And that's one of the things I enjoy about the way that Movers Mindset does things is there's not an agenda. So it's kind of like we're coming in and trying to seek out the person that we're talking to. And that's kind of, a, it's, a, it's a thing. Like people, well, oh, first of all, because I, whenever possible, interview in person, it's a little different. I mean, even people who've been on podcasts, oh, yes. it's like these people are coming to my house or, you know, the cafe or wherever we're meeting and they're going to show up with gear. And people who've been on podcasts, there are a lot of people who have been on podcasts in the last year. They're like, they've never been in front of a mic and it's a different experience. So there's this whole, like when we actually show up and I don't mean that like we do it better, but just like we show up and that's a whole nother level of experience. Mm -hmm. And that's like on top of most people are used to the person conducting the podcast, the host, the interviewer, they do have an agenda and, and maybe it's completely benevolent, but they have an agenda. So they just right. assume, <laughs> oh my God, these people are really on it. They must really have an agenda. And it's, it's taken a while to learn how to like talk them out of that. Like, no, I, I really don't have an agenda. In fact, I'm hoping you have something to talk about because I have no clue. <laughs> so I think that's an interesting point you make there about, you know, agenda factoring into how easy it would be. Right. And I think that that also kind of changes the idea of platform too, because the platform that we're offering is whatever you want to make it, as opposed to when you come in with an agenda, it's like, I'm giving you a platform, but it's for this specific idea. Right. For today's um, point, here's your platform. <laughs> yes. So that does kind of change. Um, yes, we have a lot of power with in terms of offering the platform, but once you have that platform, that gives the guest a lot of power as well. Um, to just express whatever they like. So when you limit it by having an agenda, that changes that power balance again. Mm. I'm torn between, I was going to say two things, but I'm going to say three things. One, oh, what do you okay. want to talk about? It will be item number one. Item number two <laughs> would be, I've talked to a lot of people in like micro settings about how 
you and I specifically for Movers Mindset, about how we find the next guests and how the superpower is to ask the person you just interviewed. Um, <laughs> so uh, option door number one is what do you want to talk about? Door number two is talking about the magic of asking guests and how you how we specifically mm -hmm. ask the guests. Um, and door number three, if I can manage to hold all three trains of thought, door number three was going to be... Um, Ah, screw it. Two doors. What do you want to talk about or that? Because I, I like to talk about that question, but I'm sure we'll get to it. Uh, what I want to kind of, kind of talk about that we haven't gotten to yet kind of works with um, door number twos of like how we're finding the, our next guests because um, that relates to like the overall experience. So I'll put a pin in that. Remind me that I said that in like a couple minutes when I forget. That's not going to work, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the best way that we have found to, one, find new people and two, actually get in touch and get responses from new potential guests is asking the people that we've just talked to. So when you've just had a conversation with someone, one, we've already talked to you, so we at this point probably think you're pretty cool and have important and useful things to say. So asking them not who they think we should talk to. We've discussed this before. There's a difference between asking who do you think we should talk to and who would you like to hear us talk to? And that being, don't think about what you think our show is and what makes sense for our show. Give me a name based on what is the person you want to hear have Craig or have a conversation with Craig um, or, you know, Sick Craig on for conversation. However, you, however you want to take that. <laughs> however you want to put that. Yeah, somewhere along the um, way. Yeah. Who do you want to hear get movers mindsetted? Who do you want yes. to hear get conversed? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think that gives us a lot more interesting things. Occasionally, I will ask for kind of specific things, but because the guests that we've spoken to often have kind of lots of like different interests, they have their own like Venn diagrams. And that kind of opens up different areas to us. So we we happen to be well-placed within the parkour-verse. Um, so we've spoken to a lot of people there. But trying to talk to some people in different areas, once you get one, you can kind of ask, okay, who else do you know of that we might not know mm, right. should we speak with? And then the other nice thing about that is, if they're asking you to talk with someone and they happen to know that person, that makes my job hey, much, you? much easier. <laughs> hey, yeah. you said you'd like to hear us talk with this person. Can you kind of do a little intro, get us connected, um, just to take that next step? Makes it a much easier sell, if you will, to that yeah. next potential guest. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, I remember the thing. So then that kind of also relates to... Uh, the conversational experience and kind of selling that whole experience to a guest. Um, we've, we've talked with a lot of people, some of whom we have known pretty well, like personally, and that's always a good basis to start from. But as we've kind of done many, many conversations at this point, there's, we've, we already talked to a lot of people that we know. So our pool there is getting slimmer and talking with people that we don't know has been interesting because that's kind of changed the way that we've, or at least that I've kind of thought about approaching that and how we're pitching that experience. And we've had many discussions. We've very intentionally um, changed from talking about what we do as interviews 
to conversations and talking about how to do the specific ask, how much time we think it's going to take, explaining why we do things in person and kind of creating a space where someone feels comfortable to actually open up and be vulnerable and have an organic conversation rather than, you know, just the facts, bang, 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 here's the (laughs) questions type of interview. And that's part of why we've kind of discussed it as a conversation. And um, even part of why I end up coming along on those trips to do recordings, um, I do a bunch of backend stuff as well with notes and show notes and everything. But part of that is having three people in the room makes it a little bit more, it changes the space. It makes it less kind of intimidating, if you will. So that was the other thing I wanted to kind of mention that I think is a pretty unique way that we do things. Yeah. I think recording virtually is a uh, safer is not quite the right word, but it's a a much less intimate experience Mm. for Joe random person who's going to (laughs) get, you know, uh, have this conversation recorded for a podcast. It's easier on them because they can just be like, I can just cover the camera and hit stop Um, as opposed to having people know where you live or come to your town or. Right. It's, it's home turf advantage. You can set up however you like, whatever way you feel comfortable there's everybody's been on a video call at this point. So there's a certain amount of familiarity with the process. Um, in a way that I think most people don't have when here's a microphone. This is how you sit with a microphone. Don't touch the microphone, you know, (laughs) all of the extra stuff when you're recording physically. What's the, I don't know if this is going to fly. What's the most surprising thing that you've seen or heard from a guest related to them? Like we gave them a platform and then they said or did or told you about like, what's something surprising that you've seen happen that's related to platforming? This isn't exactly, I guess, something surprising. At least not to me. I think it's surprising. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweak the question a little. <laughs> something I think is surprising for the guests. So many people, the thing you hear the most when you ask people to sit down and record a conversation is And people, how many people, people have like, you asked to sit oh down and record gosh. a conversation? <laughs> a lot. I've lost <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like a hundred real numbers. It's yeah. like a hundred, right? It's a lot. Okay. It's a lot. Um, I mean, the thing, this is one of the pros, cons of how we do things. When you do give people an agenda or a platform, they're like, oh, okay, I have specific things to talk about. Like for me today, I was like, okay, yeah, I can absolutely talk about, you know, how our whole process works and how I think about selecting guests. Um, but when you don't give people a specific thing, they're kind of like, oh, oh, uh, what am I going to talk about? Um, and I think that's one of the things almost every guest we've had has surprised themselves with what they end up. Yep. Oh, I do have things to say. And we're like, yeah, that's why, that's why we wanted to talk to you. So, um, it's not surprising anymore to uh, us, right? to us, but it is fun to kind of watch that process happen of the like, And you can see it physically when the person is there, kind of like how they're sitting. And then there's a point in the conversation where Craig has cracked the code and they're like, ah, okay, I found the thing that's going to get this particular guest to kind of open up. Um, And that's not every guest, it's varying degrees. But when they kind of open up and are like fully comfortable in that space and just like 
are on a runaway train and Craig's like, oh, 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 yep. Okay. I'm keeping up, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you can kind of see that happen. And I think that's one of the really cool things. Like I said, not necessarily surprising, but I don't know that I was specifically expecting. And it is fun to see how surprising it can be to guests still. We still have people after we release their podcast episode be like, wow, that's so, like, I sound so much better than I remembered. <laughs> my favorite is legitimately surprised at how coherent you made me sound. And to which my response was like, I didn't do that. You did it. Um, yeah, th- there is deep, deep magic in creating space, which is a whole, like how to physically create space, a whole other conversation. Um, (laughs) But there's a deep magic that happens when you invite someone and you give them the opportunity and then um, you, whoever that is, you know, listener, me, Melissa, then you show up honestly and interest, you know, which with honest interest and be curious, um, magic happens. It's great conversations, I think, are um, a big part of what makes humanity worth continuing. (laughs) That's just me, though. Uh, Well, let's call it there. Melissa, as always, it's a super pleasure to get a chance to talk with you. And thanks for sharing your insights. Yeah, of course. Thank you.